comic. Why so serious? What? I'm here to talk to you about the Avenger mission. Logic. Dance off, bro! Me and you! Comic. What? Logic. Computer, how do I put the Joker in Arkham Asylum? Quickest route, no freeways. Computer, do you hear me? Hello, Master Bruce. I've just taken away your computer privileges. Gasp! Sir, it's time for you to stop this unhealthy behavior. You can't spend the rest of your life alone, dressed in black, and staying up all night. Good night, Alfred. Sir, it's morning. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Comic Book Logic, and we are in a spoilerific review today. We are doing the Lego Batman movie that was just released last weekend. Yay! Yay! Um, I am your host, Joe, and with you, as always, my co-host, Kevin. Hey! Um, so, Kevin, we're going to start off this podcast like we start off every podcast. What Before you went and saw the Lego Batman movie, what did you know about Legos? About Legos? Yes. Not uh, Legos, as I've been told. It's Legos. Legos. Yes, oh, I'm, Legos is a country. Lagos is, Lagos. A, is, is a country. <laughs> it's a country. Legos is what you say. Legos is what you say when you're from the south side of Chicago. Yeah. But you're apparently supposed to say Lego. Lego. There's no S at the end. It's not. It's just Lego. Oh. Yeah, what did you know about Lego? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, they get real mad at you. If you, like, the whole Lego subculture gets really mad if you put an S on the end of it. It's like when you pronounce Illinois, Illinois. Oh, yeah. Except we do that one just because we like to mispronounce words. That's true. <laughs> I do it to be funny. Yes. Uh, you know, I was mm, never a, I was never a Legos guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just disregard everything we just talked about. Um yeah, I just I never got into it. I don't know. We I didn't. Re I had a, a little bit of it, and I think I remember building a thing once. <laughs> You're like, I built this thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, now what? Now what do you, you just throw it in the garbage? I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to checking box scores in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's either. I mean, what do you do? You either you either take it apart and do it again, or you leave it set up like Will Ferrell in the first movie, which we talked extensively about uh, a couple of episodes ago. So I don't want to do either of those things. So it was just skip it. Okay. Well, Lego was first uh, created by the Billand, Billand, or no, it's just Billand uh, group in, uh, out of Denmark. Uh, it's actually a uh, created in 1949, a series of interlocking blocks. They are the number one brand, like brand recognized, uh, most powerful brand in the world. Mm. From I just saw a recent study that says that Lego is more ap appreciates higher in value than gold if you leave it in the package. Wow. Yes. Um, Lego is of course a multi licensed brand that you can buy Lego sets of Star Wars, Harry Potter. Sure. Um. Uh, the Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> the Lone Ranger uh, train set for Lego is actually pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I yeah. just got the Lego Manchester by the Sea. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're set, not saying it right. You're really... not saying it right. Manchester by Man the Sea. <laughs> Lego oh, Manchester, Manchester by, by the Sea. Hey, hey, I'm going to go out to Dunkies and get some Lego. <laughs> you want a Lego? I'm going to get a Lego. Well, what are you doing? You're not supposed to open it. <laughs> it appreciates in value. It's my retirement fund. <laughs> There's a and of like Lego, of course, is multiple sets. It's it's mainly based off real life city stuff. Um, 
they're they branched out into Lego space, Lego castles, uh, you know, samurai ninjas. <laughs> right. You know, you can get everything Lego, and of course, you have superhero Lego. They have both Marvel and DC Lego. They do not take sides. No, they they play the fence. They're, they they they, they take the side yeah. of capitalism. <laughs> Danish capitalism. Exactly. So it's socialism. <laughs> right. That's why they have both. It's equal. Yes. Oh, right. Oh. <gasps> Batman! Whoa! You're darn right, whoa. Wait, does Batman live in Bruce Wayne's basement? No. Bruce Wayne lives in Batman's attic. Na 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 Lego Batman. <laughs> Lego Batman. <laughs> Here comes Batman. He's in a Lego form. <laughs> Legos Batman. Legos Batman. Oh, you're gonna get people upset. <laughs> I don't care. I like Lego. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I, I won't. Uh, I, I don't, don't have anything bad to say about it. I just yeah. was never into it. I hear it hurts if you step on it. Yes, it that's does. That's true of a lot of things. And they're very expensive. It's a very expensive uh, Is that toy. They? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, my like even not gonna get into it. Either. Even like a small set will still set you back like twenty bucks. Ugh. I know. Well, the the huge sets; those are like that's what I don't understand about Lego. I know we're supposed to be doing the recap right now, but I just I wanted to continue <laughs> on with this Lego thing. Legos. Legos. I never understood the like hundred, two hundred dollars sets. Like um, for the Lego Batman movie, there's like a big Arkham Asylum, right? Oh, and that's like a two hundred dollars set. You're spending two hundred dollars. Are you getting two hundred dollars worth of fun out of that? <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, you put the whole thing together. And then you're just, and as you say, it's like, do I smash it and I can build other stuff, or yeah. do I? I feel the same way yeah. about puzzles, though. Yeah, it's like you do a puzzle, I... and then you're like, okay, I don't know what I expected. <laughs> puzzles are one of those things that you used to be out, used to just do with your family before you had cable TV, right? Yeah, is it's like I'm over at my in-laws' house. What do we do? Every once in a while, you find that person who like laminates and puts up a. Uh, a, a puzzle and you're like you can just maybe buy that as a poster <laughs> put it up i mean it's not an accomplishment <laughs> to to put it together i mean it's it's not like it can't be done it's, it's, <laughs> right. it's a puzzle right well it's the same thing with lego it's like so, yeah they give you the instructions it's, yeah it's, it's not like they just said like they give you a big thing and say go to it you know yeah. build arkham asylum right yeah there are I, far more detailed <laughs> instructions than like ikea instructions <laughs> Also Scandinavian, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Also not an accomplishment, yeah. Um, but you're also talking to a guy who puts together and paints tiny models and figurines and puts them on display. That's true. We're <laughs> I'm looking right now at your little French. You're looking at Shor- bombed out French town. You're looking at Charbourg right now. <laughs> it's not as colorful as I was hoping it would be. Not enough umbrellas. Yeah, well, that was that was also in the night in the fifties and sixties. I think a gas station yeah. and an umbrella stand. All right. <laughs> Okay, so Lego Batman movie. <laughs> the Legos this, Batman movie. So, of course, this starts off, you know, with the... I'm, I'm kind of having some problems, like, in when I was putting together how I was going to talk about the plot of this movie, because so much of what makes this movie so charming, I'm going to jumping ahead and say mm-hmm. that I found this movie really enjoyable and charming, is the little jokes that they throw in there, such as, like, when you start off, it's like, what do they call it? Um, they, uh... 
uh, MacGuffin Airlines. Yes. And uh, they're like, and two best friend pilots. You know? <laughs> they're like, well, as long as they're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come Fine. on. They got all the bombs on the plane. Right. And of course, it's taken over by the Joker and he's seen very reminiscent of a Christopher Nolan Batman movie. Yeah, that was funny. And they, they even make reference to it in the cockpit where they're like, no, Batman's going to stop you. Remember the time with the two boats? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's interesting that this exists in a in a sort of a a version of reality where all of the Batman movies, movies and comic books, like everything Batman is fair game and has happened. Yes. And, they, they, and they're like 70-something years old. Yeah, they say like, like he's been fighting crime in Gotham for 75 years. Right. And he looks damn good for his yeah. age. Yeah, and they have the... Um, yeah, they even make reference. They're like, oh, what about the time with the parade and all the Prince music? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, uh, oh, I don't know. My daughter's yelling at someone up there. Sure. <laughs> the, uh, so, yeah. So, of course, the Joker gets the bomb. and He's going to blow up Gotham City, Lego Gotham City. Right. Because Lego Gotham City is built on, obviously, two tables that are right. spread apart. There's and nothing. there's like There's like a, a thin piece that's connecting them together. It's uh-huh. very clever. Right. Um, so it's like probably over a laundry basket or something. So right. that's why he says like it smells like socks or underwear down there. <laughs> so that's what I'm assuming it's like. You know, if you have to imagine this movie's like in the mind of a child, like two, ch- like a child is playing out this entire thing with the Lego figures, and we're just seeing and what that's he's imagining. Why it's yeah. like here's you know jumping ahead, but like that's why oh no Voldemort, you know yeah. that's why it's like you could because that's how I, kids play. <laughs> well, no, it's no, just no. like let's say what you were originally going to say. That's how I would play. That's how <laughs> that's how I did it. <laughs> oh, no, here comes Voldemort. <laughs> Oh, Voldemort's riding the Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> and it's a cheap plastic T-Rex. Yeah, and uh, so he's about to blow up the fault line between the two, and the mayor has to come in because they can't find Batman anywhere, and the mayor, right. played by um, Mariah Carey, yes. uh, comes down, and of course, it's not the mayor. Yeah. It's Batman. Right. And and so the Joker's plan was, of course, also like every Batman villain in history, yes. including, they, they, I think they specifically refer to them as all the Z-list yes. villains. The Clock King. Yeah. Uh, Zebra Man. Zebra Man. Uh, March Harriet, another one on there. Um, but I didn't see Mad Hatter, which is kind of weird. I, I actually noticed that, too, because I was thinking of all like the goofy ones, and yes. I thought that that was odd. Yeah. Uh, and, they're, and most of them are voiced by... You know, comedians or, the, or you know, random. If actors. you ever, if you listen to podcasts, which you're listening to one now, if you listen to any podcast that's come out of L.A., every it's it's a T.J. Miller away yeah. from being every podcast ever made. <laughs> a T.J. Miller away. That's true. Yeah. Um. And you know, you got Bane and 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 the Riddler and Harley Quinn and all of mm-hmm. the, including the Condiment King. Which yes. Is with his ketchup and mustard. <laughs> Ice squirt ketchup. <laughs> And there's like you're making some of these up. He's like Joker's like nope, all real. <laughs> real. My favorite was was when Killer Croc goes down and puts the bomb there. He goes, I helped. That's <laughs> <laughs> very that, true. That's what a lot of this is going to be us regurgitating the jokes from the movie. Yeah, I apologize. It for was that. funny. It was. And of course, Batman does the thing from the '89 Batman where he goes, "Let's get nuts." And so right away you right. realize that like, okay, I'm in for this. This is. This is obviously referencing a lot of the great, you know, all the movies, so let's yeah. let's go for it. And he, he beats it up while playing his Batman, his Batman is awesome song. <laughs> right. <laughs> sort of singing. Yeah. Kind of rapping, crazy I'm electric Batman. guitar. <laughs> yeah, I don't really remember it. There were a couple of, 
odd musical moments yeah. in this movie. <laughs> so uh, Batman uh, stops the bomb and hops on into his Batmobile and drives off, and everybody's giving him the adulation. Yes. So, you know, ever all, all different languages, you know, like, Batman, the Moyabin, yeah. all that fun stuff. And he, and he visits the orphanage, <laughs> yes. and he's shooting all the all the kids with the bat, like, merch gun. And that's when we get to first see Dick Grayson, uh, who's who's an orphan, the cute little orphan played by Michael Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Will Arnett, of course, playing Batman from as reprising the role from the Lego Batman and from the ba- uh, from the Lego movie, right? Uh, and everyone's saying they're like, "Oh, he's going to go home to all of his friends and his family." And of course, he gets right. home, and the only person who's there is Alfred and the computer <laughs> and uh, gratuitous Apple sponsorship <laughs> abounds oh. with Siri and everyone oh, yeah, has iPhones. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. It, <laughs> The 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 computer is just reading off what he's got in the mail. It's like right. you have two junk mail, <laughs> right? Yeah. The Bed Bath and Beyond yeah. coupon that expires <laughs> in, two, in two, weeks. two weeks. Although I've heard some stores will still accept them, <laughs> I, which is very true. In rewatching this movie, I texted Kevin and said, "This movie has the most number of Kevin jokes per capita than any other movie." Yeah, like if you think of all the asides we do on this show of sure. like the guy, like. And it's the exact thing is because like Batman goes to reheat his food and he goes up to the microwave right and he's, he's standing there types in twenty and like oh what am I an idiot and goes, that's <laughs> true I actually had that thought during that scene where I was like that's a very like the kind of thing like like the last episode where we were talking about him getting change yeah uh, for the toll, <laughs> toll booth. booth it's a, it was very similar moment I'm, yeah. I'm a little d- disappointed that this that doesn't show up in this movie maybe it's, it's a, a deleted scene it's a deleted scene and so yeah. He He's uh, you see Batman's lonely, lonely life where he's uh, playing the guitar by himself, acting yeah. all cool, watching uh, Jerry Maguire <laughs> and laughing. Oh, that's at another, all the that's another Kevin moment where he's sitting there with the with the like, wow, what one's this oh, one? Give on? me HDMI. <laughs> he picks the one and it's like, I don't know, which no. one is it? <laughs> yeah. Goes down, gets it up, and then starts laughing at the, Jerry the Maguire. big emotional yeah. moment of the movie. Just yeah. busts out laughing. And of course, we learn much uh, sooner that Batman is lonely. He's, sure. he, you know, he's staring at the picture of his parents, and he realizes that he doesn't have a family. Yeah. Um, and of course, Alfred is like, "Well, maybe you should go to Commissioner Gordon's retirement party. It's happening tonight." And Batman throws a tantrum. He's like, "Nope, nope, 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 nope." <laughs> yeah, it's flopping around all the way up the stairs. <laughs> Well, and it, and Alfred, of course, tells him it's like you have to confront your greatest fear, which is and, and, and snakes, <laughs> snakes, clouds, clouds. Snake snake clouds. clowns. <laughs> well, nope, now that's nope. in my head. It's your fault for putting it there. <laughs> and this is, of course, after uh, Batman meet uh, fights the Joker and and tells the Joker that you know he's not Joker is not yeah. his is his true enemy. It's right. you know he has lots of enemies. He sees, right. he fights. Around. He's like I don't care about any of you. I'm awesome. You don't mean anything to me. And then Joker's sad. <laughs> Joker's very it's Joker played by Zach Galifianakis and uh, Alfred being played by Ray Fiennes. Mm-hmm. Voldemort, who doesn't play Voldemort? Yeah, odd. <laughs> but oh, I was like, all right, that's weird. <laughs> it's one of those weird moments. Well, yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, so he goes to Commissioner Gordon's retirement party, and. Uh, it turns out that the new commissioner is Gordon's daughter, Barbara Gordon. Right. Who 
who went to Harvard for police. <laughs> right. I I laughed a lot during that scene where they're doing like her video. Yeah, her slow motion right? video. Yeah. And, and it's like she cleaned up using abilities of <laughs> statistics and, and empathy <laughs> or whatever. I laughed, I laughed really hard when it was like, you know, statistics. It was a weird, like, it kind of reminded me of, like, Homestar Runner kind of jokes. <laughs> there was a lot of Homestar Runner style jokes. Um, the also, on the way to the retirement party, Batman sees a video of Superman pl- reprise the uh, role of, um, uh, from 21 Jump Street, I can't think of it, Channing Tatum reprising oh, the role of Superman. Yeah. Uh, talking oh, was about, he in the Lego movie? Yes, he As, played the Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was him and uh, um, other guy from uh, Superbad. Why can't I think of the name right now? Oh, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill plays Green Lantern. Yeah, okay. and they reprised the role for this movie. Uh, Superman talks about how he imprisoned Zod in the Phantom Zone, and it's like him and Zod, man. They're just one can't be without the other. <laughs> right. You know, and, and paralleling with the Joker. <laughs> Joker also seeing this is decides that he's uh, he needs to get a hold of the Phantom Zone projector. Yeah. He's like, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. And we know what the idea is pretty much right away. Yeah. But, you know, it's okay. Yeah. So the uh, so Batman uh, is at the retirement party, and all of the villains crash in. And, of yeah. course, Barbara is able to stand her own, and they're all fighting, yeah. blah, blah, she blah, She says, blah. the city doesn't need Batman, <laughs> okay. because Batman's been fighting crime for, for 70, 70 years. <laughs> And it hasn't gotten any better. And why is Batman so bad at this? And everyone's like, hey, she's right. <laughs> That's a good point. And he's standing there doing spit takes and stuff. Yes. So the all of the criminals come in and they give themselves up. Well, at least Joker gives himself up. All the other criminals are like, hey. Yeah. He also gives up all of the other <laughs> villains as well. And they're like, bye, Batman. <laughs> Goodbye, Batman. <laughs> it's Doug Benson is Bane. <laughs> the, uh, they, so they take away all the villains and they lock them up in, uh, in the Arkham Asylum. And uh, Batman is lonely now. He has nothing to do because all the criminals are locked up. Yeah, he's bored. He's bored. But he knows. He and Barbara both know that the, the Joker, Joker is, is up to something. something. Yeah. Clearly. Yes, because Harley Quinn does, manages not to get... Yes, she's disguised. Uh, played somewhere. by Jenny Slate. Yes, not as not the best performance I thought I would get out of Jenny Slate as, yeah. as Harley Quinn. Like uh, I've seen her do a couple other voiceovers where she does an amazing job. Like yeah. Jen, Jenny Slate is, I think, very. It was very reserved. Yeah, very underrated comedic actress. Oh sure, and that's ever since she got kicked off Saturday Night Live for saying the f word. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, like she's done a lot better work than I think on this one. I was looking more for I was looking forward to her Harley Quinn is a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, it was it what she didn't seem to have as much fun with it as yeah. you would have liked. So of course, Batman, knowing that something's up with the Joker, decides that he's going to go get the Phantom Zone projector. So yeah. he goes he goes back to his back cave to try and figure it out and he's parental locked out of his computer. <laughs> <laughs> Be- right. Oh, and we forgot to mention that at the retirement party, yeah. he accidentally <laughs> adopted Dick Grayson. After they're singing uh you have the Dick Cheese version of Man in the Mirror that all the orphans are singing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I forgot about Dick Cheese until I saw this. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, "Oh to- man." Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really funny. That's a really that's that's a deep pull. I wonder if anybody still remembered him. I don't know. Somebody did. Was Big Bad Voodoo Daddy not available? 
<laughs> wow. It's you and me and the Batman it makes, makes three. three. <laughs> oh, God. The swing revival. We talked too much about it. Anyway, <laughs> that, that moving brief, on. That brief three months in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. So all of... So, so yeah, it's like, right, and it's like, right, Grayson has been like, just wandering around. <laughs> the bad, the, 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 bad uh, the Bruce Wayne's manor, uh, Wayne Manor. For like a week. week. <laughs> yeah, a week at his own. Just like, yay, stairs. And so Alfred will only unlock the computer if uh, Batman takes Dick Grayson under his wing as yeah. Robin. Of course, you have the... The, one of my one another one of my favorite scenes where Robin's like, "My name's Richard Grayson." He's like, "Uh huh." All the kids call me Dick. Kids can be cruel. <laughs> kids can be cruel. <laughs> um, so they go, they go. Um, Batman now using the computer is able to find out that it's kept in the Fortress of Solitude with all these things, and the percentage chance of death is one hundred and ten percent because someone who's all buff and swole can't get through there. <laughs> exactly. Curse these abs. Curse these abs. <laughs> Whatever he says. However, Robin is nimble and small and he's oh, he's able to go there. 110% expendable. <laughs> so he's able I don't know what that means, but yay. <laughs> so they're able to go through all the costumes, find Robin his costume and he finds the reggae man costume yeah. from the Jamaica caper <laughs> and he you know it's, it's great except for the pants which are too tight so he pulls them off. And that's right. the joke you see from the Yes. <laughs> From the previews. Rip! <laughs> <laughs> so they go, they fly out to uh, the the Fortress of Solitude out in Antarctica, and it turns out the Justice League are having a party. <laughs> yeah, a little reunion party or yeah, an the, anniversary party, yeah, like whatever the 54th it is. Yeah, the 57th annual Justice League party. <laughs> and all like, Batman, oh, no, no, you just didn't get the email. Sorry. Yeah. Green Lantern's like, yeah, sometimes Superman never gets my emails for years <laughs> yeah there's a i i do like the the weird green lantern superman subtext throughout the throughout the lego movie and this movie about mm. how green lantern's in love with with superman yeah <laughs> so robin using his uh, his lego abilities is able to get the phantom zone projector and get out my favorite part is when, when Batman, that sequence is when Batman's like, yeah, I'm going to see if I can get out of this party without anyone noticing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just leaves. Just leaves. <laughs> so like at the end where he's like, now do everything we just said backwards. backwards. <laughs> he's like, huh? And, you know, uh, Robin is calling Batman dad. You know, he's, yeah. you know, uh, can't let call him anything, but they settle on Padre. Padre's right. okay. Right. <laughs> Batman with the fam zone projector confronts the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbara Gordon's like, no, Batman. <laughs> don't you, do it. Uh, don't, don't do you it. Don't you do that. <laughs> he's like, too he's late. Like, uh, and he zaps him into the Phantom zone and he's like, thank you. <laughs> and they, rock up, they lock up Batman and Robin. <laughs> Robin's yep. like, it's all right. You can lock me up. I'll do a dime, a, a, a dime as long as uh, I'm here with my Padre. <laughs> right. <laughs> with all the other. And up in, in the Phantom zone, um, Kimmy Schmidt herself is playing like a Lego block. Uh, what's her name? Why can't I think of her uh, name? Oh, I Ellie don't remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, the actress. Kemper, I was yeah. trying to think of the character's name. No, the character's name is like right. Gwen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's know. not funny. Yeah. <laughs> not a reference, not a reference that I anything. know of. And then uh, we learned that Joker is, that's where all the bad guys go in the Phantom Zone. Yes. The worst of the worst. worst which is like. Famous <laughs> villains from, from 1950s licensed movies. pop culture. Yeah. 
the the Wicked Witch of the West, mm-hmm. King, King Kong, Kong, the Kraken from the Clash of the Titans, <laughs> Sauron, <laughs> Sauron from Lord of the Rings. That's the uh, Jermaine Clement as as Sauron is one of my favorite parts because he has like one line and it's like in that New Zealand accent, which yeah. makes it hysterical oh, to right. me. He's just he says like weird words that are supposed <laughs> yeah. to be because he just because he's speaking in yeah you know the, the Mordor speech. language yeah. you know the black speech of Mordor and. The Joker is is gonna go down, uh, and oh, and Eddie Izzard was uh, Voldemort. Yeah, Ed, Eddie Izzard is Voldemort, which was great. And the Medusa, they're like, and a bunch of others, like the Medusa, <laughs> right? British robots. <laughs> we said, yeah, oh, yes, the Daleks. The Daleks are there, and they're they crash down into Gotham City to take out Batman. Yeah, uh, Batman gets a bat fax from his helmet. <laughs> Barbara's like, yes, I sent it to you. Barbara Gordon, of course, being played by Rosario Dawson, right. who once again is in another superhero role. We talk about her a lot, a lot, <laughs> or her movies, I guess, a yeah. lot. Uh, Rosario Dawson, uh, she, uh, Barbara get, lets Batman go, and Batman, Robin, Alfred, who's dressed up like the 1966 Batman. <laughs> I miss the 60s. I miss the 60s. <laughs> They go out and they they try to stop all the baddies and you know yeah. and Vol- they do a bang up job. They do. My favorite. I like Voldemort, who's like, "You're a fish and you're a frog and you're a frog fish and you're a fish frog." <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I feel like he single handedly could have done a lot of the work, <laughs> but and then I also like the idea of like Sauron on the tower, but like it's very clearly like it just hops around. That tower, absolutely. you know, yeah. like it's not like it's very mobile. Yeah, <laughs> and he accidentally gets blown up by the kraken. Oh god! Who and like the, the kraken awkwardly just yeah, slides just away back into the water, whistling. <laughs> King Kong, uh, played by Seth Green. Yep. Uh, yeah. So the Batman, they do all of this, and and Batman learns teamwork. He learns that he has a family, and it's it's when uh, Robin takes a picture of the Bat family. He's like, "Oh With no, his iPhone. I can't, <laughs> I can't do this. I can't put my family in danger." He sends them away, and he tries to fight them single handedly by himself to finish off the Joker. Mm-hmm. Is not able to do it, right? So, uh, but his family manages to come back and saves him, and then Batman calls in all of the the bat villains to help out and yes. clear up everything and that's where right. you get the scene like what's your powers and it's like yeah. i make pa- plants grow i'm a shark <laughs> right <laughs> no i'm a whale <laughs> i shoot ketchup and there's someone who's like i'm irritating yes. and i don't even know who it was i didn't catch it <laughs> i'm irritating <laughs> i have no idea who it was i'd like to think i it's probably not but i'd like to think that it was uh, Conan O'Brien is the Riddler. Oh, yeah. Just because I can imagine him writing and then saying that line. I'm irritating. He also had uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Oh, yeah, Garfunkel. Kate McCoochie and uh, Ricky Lindholm. Kate McCoochie was, was Clayface. Clayface. And Ricky Lindholm was Poison Ivy. Yeah. So Zoe was... Kravitz is Catwoman and... Yeah, I wanted more fun... Jason Manzukis is Scarecrow. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing that kind of, like upsets me like about this movie and I, i'm sure we'll get into it a little bit later but i would love more fun stuff from these because these are great character and yeah. great comedians who could do lots of fun they must, stuff they and clearly had them come in for like a day maybe two depending on the character read their lines and then that was kind of it and it's like you I, yeah there's a, there were a lot of opportunities to have more fun i think yeah well of course this is also a children's movie yeah yeah well, it's like, um 
So the bomb goes. So the Joker plants a bomb underneath Gotham one more mm-hmm. time. Uh, Batman and everyone is able to defeat all the villains, except at that point, uh, <laughs> the bomb goes off. He's right. like, now to stop that bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the plates are coming apart, and Gotham has to come together. Mm-hmm. Literally. Put, yes. To pull it all together and use their abs. <laughs> it all comes down to abs. And Batman and Joker find their 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 relationship together right. again. Batman finds the whole Bat family together. He's happy and all of, everything is happy at the end. And then they play like that song that Robin wrote. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my love, my family. Whatever. It's something with family. Yeah. Batman fly, does a rap. Batman does a rap. <laughs> Batman does a rap. You know. Because he's awesome at rapping. It's all good stuff. Was there a stinger that we left before the no, credits? No, there was were there over. was no stinger Nothing? at the end. Okay. No. Uh, my daughter, I went and took her. We went and saw a six thirty show. And by the time it was over, I think it was like eight o'clock, and her bedtime's yeah. like seven thirty. She was like, when the credits started going, she's like, "Let's go." I'm like, <laughs> "But the song, it's a song," and she's like, "No, I was at, I'm tired. Let's go." We were at one of the theaters Friday night that has not yet been upgraded to the big comfy chairs. Oh, that's not good. And my eight months pregnant wife was just like squirming through the whole thing from like lower back pain and and as soon as like the funny credits were over and the actual credits came yeah. up she was like waiting for me in the aisle while i was like <laughs> getting my stuff i'm like okay getting the trash i'm like all right i'm coming we have to go home now stop him before he starts singing in the darkest night All right, production notes. Um, this was kind of a surprise movie because the no one really expected the Lego movie to do as well as it did. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lego movie was the surprise hit of uh, 2014, was it? 2000- yes, that sounds right. Uh, so Will Arnett, but in 2000, right after the Le- the actual Lego movie dropped, um, later on that year, Will Arnett was announced to be that he was going to be starring in a spinoff, the Lego Batman movie, who was kind of the breakout star of that movie for some odd reason. People liked, yeah, I mean, I remember him being very funny in it, like yeah. everyone appreciating, like, uh, and and because he does such a good job, like he's got a, such a great voice. He's got like a natural Batman voice and just right. the way that he speaks. He doesn't have to change it that much right. to be Batman. He's not an actual he's not in reality like a British foppy actor who's like I'm going to get roided oh, up. Oh, that's good for you. <laughs> good for you. Wow. That was a good Christian Bale. Should do that for my wife. <laughs> Christine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he's got like this the natural Batman voice. They they, they decided they were going to do a whole Batman spinoff movie, mm-hmm. which is great. I mean, there was a lots of opportunity for lots of different things, but Lego Batman and Batman was kind of a um, a supporting character of the Lego movie, so he sure. was an obvious choice to have that spinoff. Um, the director uh, turns out would uh, was Chris McKay, who and who was I guess really famous at that point for doing a bunch of robot chicken stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know a lot about him. Yeah. Um, I know that he was originally attached to do the Lego movie sequel 
did not end up, in, but they ended up doing like the actual Lego Movie Part Two. Oh, okay, right, yeah. But so they 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 put together this movie. Uh, it was j- just an all star stud cast. They wanted a bunch of different people for it. I know that for uh, they wanted Steve Buscemi for the Joker. That was one of the people who were in the running, and uh, Benicio del Toro. Or was mm-hmm. it Guillermo del Toro? It was one of the it two. It was Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, yep. I am the Joker. How are you doing? <laughs> I love it. It's, everything <laughs> is fun. I am the Joker. I have a Hispanic <laughs> accent, and I make movies about people with eyes in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> he sure does. Yeah, Mike Mitchell, the uh, director of Trolls, and also Sky High. I like um, Sky High. So do I. Is go underrated uh, movie. Uh, and a couple of other um movies of uh various quality such as deuce bigelow male gigolo oh uh, deuce bail male deuce... is doing uh the lego movie sequel deuce bigelow male gigolo the first one has its moments mm-hmm. i'm not going to lie mm-hmm. it's not great mind mm-hmm. you it's not as it's not as terrible as deuce bigelow male gigolo part two deuce yeah. bigelow european gigolo um, sure but it was uh because every sequel you go to europe, <laughs> europe. <laughs> Don't get me started on on the John Wick with the Europe thing. <laughs> That's what I was I would just saw because I was listening to something and they and they mentioned that and I was and I immediately every time that happens I immediately think of you. What the, saying, everything's got to go to Europe. Every sequel goes to Europe. It's it's so yeah. annoying. Yeah. Um. And, John, and then when John the plane Wick. lands, London calling place. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter if they go to London. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're landing in Rome, and it's like London. <laughs> no, they land in Rome, and they always play Dean Martin. That's what always happens when you land in Rome. Oh, sure. Yeah, because you know Dean Martin, of course, is you know when you think of Rome, you think Dean Martin. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> How lucky can one guy be? He kissed her and she kissed me. What does this have to do with Italy? <laughs> yes, he's Italian. Yes, he's greasy. Yes, Italy's greasy. I get it. There's a comparison, but you know. When the moon hits your eye. Yeah, that's the other, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the other one. Uh, so this movie in production, they wanted to really uh, ape, uh, just take the piss out of the Batman movies. Sure. And they did an excellent job of it. I mean, they reference almost every Batman movie made, every appearance of Batman, going all the way back to the serials of the like, 1940s. Yeah. yeah. They There's- definitely reference everything at least once like even if it's just that quick shot, shot. where you see like all the move like a a second of like all of the movies yeah. you see every single well, one of them yeah when, when joker's like well who is your villain and who is your greatest villain oh, superman superman's not your villain <laughs> it's like you can <laughs> I don't have one <laughs> you could see like like the fanboy of of mckay and the writers like that coming out like yeah. they're making fun of dc what they're doing is, is like, no, Superman is not your villain. Making fun of Suicide Squad. Oh, my God. We're going to have the villains go fight the villains? That's the stupidest thing I ever heard. <laughs> well, it was funny because that line came like five minutes after an explicit reference to Suicide, Suicide. Squad. Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was kind of odd. I guess maybe they did that on purpose just to make sure you got the joke. <laughs> there was a, there's a couple. There's a few comic book moments in there. Not many. 
but because most of the most of the the big Batman references come from the TV shows or the movies and mm-hmm. things like that. But I noticed a couple like panel like shots that they did that look like the Dark Knight or the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they they did a lot of those references, and they brought in a bunch of characters from the TV show too, like the villains. Mm-hmm. Like Egghead shows up, and I'm right. like Egghead. Yeah, <laughs> and he's throwing eggs on things. He is throwing. I kind of wish they had someone doing a Vincent Price impression for Egghead. Me too. <laughs> Here's some eggs. <laughs> I would have done it for you guys. If, sure. McKay, if you need an egghead voice for the next one, I will be more than happy to go we do We will Vincent totally Price. do the Simpsons version <laughs> you know, of the Vincent Price voice. Yes. Hello. Hello, Batman. <laughs> Vincent Price egg magic. God. You could say this is oh. excellent. <laughs> um, yeah, there were just... There was, there was a few villains that... Like, and that that's the funny thing is, is like a good chunk of the villains that they had up there. Yeah, they picked, they did go for a lot of the crappy ones. There's a couple ones that they didn't touch. Just that, to be funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like they did Orca bring in the clock king the, or gentleman right. ghost and people like that. <laughs> gentleman ghost. Real character. Yes. I must have missed that one. <laughs> the gentleman ghost. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't have uh, someone like, um, uh, who was who? Oh, uh, Mad Hatter was one that I was like, right, and they didn't have like um, who's the Hush is another one or Azrael. A couple of those villains, Firefly. I know they had Firefly. I actually recognize him for a sec. I was yeah. like, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some from the TV show that they didn't bring in. Like I don't think I saw King Tut. Yeah, no, oh, they actually explicitly said it. Oh, okay, yep. Maxi Zeus was the one I was thinking from the comic books. Uh, no, okay, man. that was the yeah, that, that was... I don't know. Mister Freeze was there. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, he got to do a few things. Yes. He got to freeze some stuff, which was good. <laughs> he got to freeze some stuff. Yeah, that's Billy Dee Williams is Two Face. We forgot oh, to mention. Oh, we forgot yeah. to mention that. Yes, that was the most exciting thing. We finally got the Billy Dee Williams, Williams Two Face uh, that we never got that we didn't get in uh, Batman Forever. So let's let's dig into this. Uh, I I know that. It's kind of hard to like to talk about it because it's 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 like how do you rate this as a movie? How do you review this as a movie? Yeah, I mean, I it was very funny. I laughed a lot. I mean, and that was good. Like I laughed a lot during the first movie. I think this one was more jokey maybe than the first movie was. Yes, this one definitely was more gags. Um it was also I I don't want to say to its detriment necessarily but just for my own personal enjoyment it was and maybe this was a different experience you seeing it with your daughter but um it was first and foremost a kids movie oh i mean there was a lot of like batman saying but you know (laughs) and like stuff like that like a lot of the jokes centered around the saying of the word but you know what i mean and i was like okay like there was some dumbness certainly but it was also very clever in a lot of ways i think with the with that going for it i'm it's one of those things where it's like i'm very glad that it was a kids movie that i could appreciate Mm -hmm. because they're hollywood is getting much better at that yeah for because for a while there it was either you had adult movies and you Mm -hmm. had kid movies there was no one that were insufferable to anyone over the age of 10 yeah, I and mean, well, okay. Let's put it this way: up until about the nineteen early nineteen eighties, it was all just adult movies. Like, if yeah. a kid could watch it, good for the kid, <laughs> right? 
<laughs> in the 1980s, it split, and you had these insufferable children's movies and adult movies. And then eventually, it started coming back together. Disney does a good job of that. A couple other companies do a good job of that. Mm-hmm. In the 2000s, Shrek comes around, and it's like, oh, there's a lot of sexual innuendo in this movie, but it's also a kids' movie. Right. It's the the jokes that are that are designed to go over the kids' head. Right to the parents, and the kids aren't gonna, la- you know, the kids yeah. alike might laugh, but they don't know why they're laughing, and they're not taking anything yeah. inappropriate away from it. Yeah, and then now they're getting, a, now it's getting a little bit better. Like even like I think that there's a much, there's a bigger market for movies that parents can enjoy and kids can enjoy, and there's lots of rewatch value to it. This movie definitely hits that. Yeah, obviously Pixar is yeah. doing a good job of that too. However, I do laugh at the butt jokes too. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying don't put butt jokes in your movie. I'm just saying I was like, okay, like that's where we are. That's fine. One of the things my daughter, liked, I did chuckle when it was like the Joker was like, I put my butt on all your stuff, <laughs> and I was like, I, obviously that's we're in the movie enough to know that that's where we are. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, okay, that's the level we're we're rocking at the moment. Um, I I loved the uh with with the with the, the kitty stuff when Bruce when Bruce Wayne slash Batman is that no 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 yeah. no he's laying on the floor <laughs> flopping right. around and then he starts rapping <laughs> like that's totally what a little kid does and it's so yeah. great it's like yeah. my daughter laughed at that like incredibly loud she thought that was she actually thought the funniest the funniest part of that movie for her. And seeing it with her is when Batman's just sitting there eating his lobster thermidor, and then he whips yeah. out the guitar and starts playing it. <laughs> she thought right. that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and he still has the cowl on. <laughs> he he has it on through most yeah. of the movie. Which I appreciate as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you forgetting something? Your cowl? My what? Your armored face mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your armored face mask. <laughs> Which uh, is funny. And all the rides, all the uh, all of the gear that he has. This, like this, of course, the scuttler the, made the most of an appearance because it was anthropomorphic. Well, and it was a toy that they're trying to sell. Well, yes, for the, exactly for the actual Batman Lego set. Right. Um, the Bat Zeppelin. Don't touch that. <laughs> the Bat Anti Shark Spray. You can that touch d- that. Doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't do anything. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> that you were See, like, we understood that too. Yes, we got that joke. <laughs> the shark. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce the shark. Yes. And the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park also show up. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the T-Rex and the raptor. And, of course, they talk. Yeah. They both talk. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It's like that. It's hard to talk about this movie without talking about the gags. It's, yeah, it's, it's just... It's, it's a it's very gag-heavy movie. Rapid fire. Um, a lot a lot of stuff that we probably missed. I mean, you got the, to I see got, it twice. Yeah, I saw it twice. But, like, I saw it just the other night. So, I mean, I'm, it's still pretty fresh. But... Yeah, it's 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 mostly just jokes. Yeah, that the, uh, the, there's some there's some plot to it. I mean, I think one of the things that's really interesting to me that I enjoyed the most about this movie is that it does actually hit on something about Batman that the Batman movies refuse to hit on. It's that Batman's a lonely, dark person, and he puts himself into this thing voluntarily. Right. You know, and it's like you know the whole thing with with. Uh, Alfred, where he's like, "Well, you don't even have a family, so you don't know what it's like to raise a son." And <laughs> right. you're just like, and it, it, "What do you know about surrogate sons?" <laughs> <laughs> like explicitly, yeah. There's well, and and we when we talked about the recap, we missed the part where Batman ends up in the shadow zone. Oh yeah, or, what, is it shadow zone? The, the phantom zone. Phantom zone, whatever it is. And he gets uh, to see all fresh, um, right? And he and. 
there's she's saying to him like you're not a bad guy but you're not really a good guy either and that's something that the batman movies don't talk about either yeah is and and it it didn't quite get resolved with the rest of the justice league like i kind of expected that to sort of be one of the last sort of parts in that final act where he's like they welcome him back like this yeah. is why we don't invite you because you're like this and because- he's like i get it now you know what i mean yeah and that didn't really happen and i don't know that it needed to but i was a little surprised that it didn't as an excuse to bring all those guys back yeah I, well i mean if they do a lego batman too i mean that's the part where you can you know it's like why do i need the justice league i have my own family i don't need these guys <laughs> yeah there you, know? you go right i got my own bat family we're our own justice league it's the just us league <laughs> <laughs> There See, you go. I can, I can write You're writing this thing already. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You work on that. I'll have uh, my wife help me with the Lego Harry Potter movie that I'm sure is coming. <laughs> now that they've opened the door to that. Oh, that would be awful. Like, what would It would probably point? be pretty bad. Well, I mean, and that's that's the funny thing about the Batman is because Batman is so... It, it, he's so malleable. Like, you can put Batman in anything. As they show in this, it's like right. you have seven years of Batman history to play with. Yeah. And it's... Part of the whole plot of the movie is is that Batman is constantly, even though he's existed for seventy years, he's just been doing the same thing for seventy years. He's not had any growth. Yeah. You know, Gotham is still full of crime, no matter what he's doing. Right, and they play with that, which is great. And it's 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 hysterical that you get to see this in the Lego form, but it's also so sad because. Why can't we get this as a regular movie? You know, why can't we get this as as an ex like a real Batman movie, an exploration of who Batman is? We said we have to get it in a childhood size where only a kid can really understand how lonely Batman is as an individual. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of sad, and you get a fun and enjoyable Robin too. Right. This movie does the impossible in that it makes Michael Sarah likable. <laughs> I thought you were going to say makes Robin likable, <laughs> well, but yeah, but yeah, they're the same thing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you have a thousand characters, and it's a very easy to follow plot. You don't, you know, it's not like it's it's incomprehensible. Yeah, well, it, it's it, right. It's very easy. I mean, it's a kid friendly. They use that weirdly unexplored Batman trope uh, theme. I don't even know. It's not really a trope, but just that theme at like the core of Batman. Um, as a jumping-off point for that very sort of, you know, kid-friendly, kid-appropriate message about, you know, family and about, you know, and that's uh, and, yeah, accepting help and and giving help and that sort of thing, you know. And it's so great that you're able to see this in this movie because it does go back to the roots of Batman is a comic book. It's for children. <laughs> yeah. It's not like those idiots who are saying yeah. like I'm finally I'm glad we're finally getting that dark grim and gritty Power Rangers movie we always wanted. <laughs> right. We're finally that getting the light wanted. We're finally getting the light and and fluffy Batman movie that we always wanted, which still manages to treat the characters with respect. It's mm-hmm. not like they disrespect Batman in any way. Batman is so true to his character. Yes, it's ramped up a thousand percent yeah. of him being a petulant child to Alfred, but it's still true to who he is. He's still an amazing, you know, uh, detective and fighter, and he has nine abs, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? I've got an extra ab. <laughs> none of the and none of the characters are played outside of of who they actually are. 
I, yeah. I think. And I think that's important as well. Alfred is treated with respect. Robin's treated with respect. Batman's treated with respect. Batgirl's treated with... Any Batgirl, can I call you bad boy? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they even make that joke. And yes, all the villains are kind of, you know, taking the piss out of, but they're... Whatever. What's well, the like, idea is yeah. that it's just this slate of all these guys <laughs> that you just... Some of them are super silly. And you're like, yep. You know, well, and the, the whole, there they are. The whole concept is silly, which is why this movie works so well, because it's the first Batman property to really, truly understand how silly Batman is since, like, 1966. You know, yeah. since since the, which they, I don't know why they didn't do, like, the Lego 1966, like, have, like, Batman, like, doing the bat 2 in Lego I think form. they just wanted to show that clip. <laughs> <laughs> you needed to actually see it. <laughs> Where kids are like, is that real? What's going on with yeah. that? My my daughter was like laughed at that, and I was like, "You don't even know." No, she doesn't even know that that is a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> that was that was history. Come on, we're gonna go see Roddy McDowell play the Bad Hatter. Let's go! Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Roddy McDowell? He was Caesar. You know, no, he was um, in Planet of the Apes. He was he was he was the main monkey in Planet Cornelius in Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And she's like, "What's Planet of the Apes?" I'm like, "It's this great movie. Let's watch it." Is the one with Mark Wahlberg? No, we're not watching the one with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> How do you even know about that? <laughs> Because we're going to watch Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> yeah. Say it right. <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. Lego Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> I think all of the best picture movies should be uh, in Lego form. Yeah. Yeah. Lego Lego, Lego Moonlight. Lego Moonlight. <laughs> oh, boy. Lego La La Land. Yeah. The movie's already Lego. Yeah, mm. pretty much. It wouldn't... I, 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 you're watching it for 15 minutes before you realize you're watching the Lego version. <laughs> I always thought... Like, Le- oh, wait a minute. I always thought Ryan Gosling was Lego. I thought he was just made of Lego. I didn't he know he was be. an actual human being until, you know, recently. But, mm-hmm. yeah. His, his singing ability is parody in and of itself. I'm sorry. There you I'm go. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the, the movie, it does an excellent job of all of this stuff, but is it a good movie? Let's like, are are we, is it directed well? What do you think? Um, it's pretty manic. It's pretty all over the place. Um, again, it's a kid's movie, so it's a lot of like whiz bang, lots of quick, you know, just to get your attention. I think it probably overdoes that a little bit. But I also don't find it difficult to follow. So that's, I guess, means it's directed well. And there's also, though, uh, with all the manic and frenetic, there, there was a, there's those really slow moments, those Kevin moments of like yeah. where they let the joke work. Where the joke is not the, the like a laugh out loud joke. It's yeah. a slow burn. It's a reaction. You know, Batman sitting there um, with the microwave or with the... The the Kraken going back underneath the bridge, you know, yeah. things like like they able they're able to l- slow burn on a lot of the jokes, which I like. I think yeah, it's very you don't see that a lot in kids movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's kind of I don't even know how to describe it because it's uh it's like Simpsons esque. Simpsons tends to do stuff like that. Every once in a while, or um, yeah, uh, f- right. Well, Family Guy family usually guy. drives that. I mean, takes that to extremes. Uh, but well, yeah, Simpsons will do that occasionally, well, like it, the dental plan kind of a joke. You yeah. know, well, it's a good a good example. Is family Guy, you bring that up where Peter has the dead frog in the oh, box. And he's trying to put out the window. That's the scene. one time that that Family Guy kind of joke, like. 
I, I remember the first time I saw that being in <laughs> physical pain, laughing so hard. Or when Peter... At the stoop, just because he doesn't want to touch it, and he's trying to use the lid. Because we've all done this. Or like when Peter <laughs> falls, and he hurts his knee, and he goes... Ah, <laughs> yes. ah, and it just goes on. And it keeps happening. And that's what makes... That's the funny... That's... I guess it's... I don't even know what that term would be in comedy. I, I'm not 100% sure, but it's just like where you stop, nothing is moving, and it's just the reaction. Like, what's going... That's the humor in it all, I guess. Also, this movie had a pretty good soundtrack. Um, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight. Um, oh, yeah. They played that One is the Loneliest times. Number. Yeah, the Nilsson version, I think, the, which was... was the, yeah, the Nilsen original. Nilsson Schmilson. That's right. <laughs> believe it's on that record. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it is. Maybe. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. It's on... Uh, Air, that other one. It's, it's on Aerial, the other one. Ariel something. I don't remember the name of it. Um, let's see what else is on there. Um, anyway, it's a good song. Yeah, it is the Harry Nilsson version. Man in the Mirror. We just mentioned that one. Yes. Well, because they, they started off with the with the quote. Well, that, that's the other thing, too. Right. Is where the <laughs> right. Black, and then it's like, all important <laughs> movies start with black. <laughs> and what, is it, what does it say? Uh, he's it's, making fun of the logo. It's the Man in the Mirror. Uh, it's the, it's the quote. It's the, yeah. D- I don't remember the line. It's the lyric, and yeah. then it's like Michael, Michael J. And then it's like, no, no, I said that. That's me. I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, Man in the Mirror. Everything is awesome. I, oh yeah, everything is awesome. Did they play the other, the that was another awesome? Dick Cheese part. I think no, that wasn't in the movie. That was on the soundtrack. Oh, um, is he still around? Because that's the song from the Lego Movie, right? Yes, he did a version of. It, so he's yeah. still around doing yeah. his shtick. Yeah, interesting. We could be heroes. Was that in there too? Uh, I don't remember hearing it, <laughs> but maybe, maybe. Yeah. All right. And then the 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 friends or family song from the end, where everyone's dancing and everyone's all in white and dancing <laughs> at the end that they did over the credits. That was hysterical. But yeah, I mean, like, I can't, I can't find any major fault in this movie. There's nothing about it that makes me go like, oh, this is terrible. I wish they would have done this better. Like, my only thing yeah. is, I wish they had had more fun with a lot of the villains, because those are some great people to do uh, some jokes with. And I think if they do a, a sequel, they could play up a lot more of that. Yeah. Because you, get, you have all your Batman jokes, you have all your Robin jokes, you have s- some Alfred jokes. Ray Fiennes playing Alfred, not playing Voldemort. How did they do that <laughs> without having Voldemort and Alfred meet with Ray Fiennes doing the voice of both? Yeah. That's true. That just I I like it. Seems Eddie like another missed opportunity. Eddie Izzard, great comedic actor. I'm glad he's in the movie, but it's like, come on, you could yeah, you know, have something there. I thought yeah, that, that again seemed like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I don't, I'm not I'm not 100 sure why. I don't know. It's like it's like how we all kind of hope, and and someone put this on the internet. You know, this is not my uh, my idea, but um, the inevitable moment when. Uh, Doctor Strange and Tony Stark meet. Someone has to make a like a Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes reference yeah, Sherlock of some reference. sort, yeah. and they have to just like quickly just sort of like glance at each other like awkwardly. Like something has to <laughs> awkwardly. We have to play. They have to do something with that. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> just a weird little meta. Why not? 
You know what I mean? We're 20 something movies into this Marvel thing. <laughs> We're all We've too- got 58 more to go. We're so heavily invested in it that it yeah. do- we can't. If the Marvel movies fail right now, it's the end of our economy. It would be too big. To- they're too big to fail. Too big to you- fail. You cannot. We have to start subsidizing the Marvel movies. We're going to have to bail out. <laughs> bail out the marvel movies maybe the marvel movies can bail out the dc movies Ugh, just end it just those are done we're yeah. done when bat when lego batman movie is the first dc movie i've seen in the last i can't i could i i can't even name the last dc movie i saw the last good dc, DC movie. movie yeah i mean Batman Returns, nineteen ninety two. That wasn't even that good of a movie, Kevin. If you remember, <laughs> we like we like it, but it wasn't that great. No. I mean, I mean, not even the eighty nine movie was that great. I mean, it was. We good. haven't was... talked about it. Superman two. Superman two is pretty good. Uh, kinda. I mean, <laughs> those movies are not well done. They're not. Oh, they're as good as most of the Marvel movies. <laughs> they're about as good. They're all about the same thing. Yeah, they're they're fun, but there's no like, like like at least with the Marvel movies, you're like, yeah, that was great, and then you stop and you go like, wait, <laughs> wait, that didn't make any sense. That didn't make any sense. What do you need a sling ring? What the hell is that all about? That's stupid. It's <laughs> stupid, Kevin. Why did they convince me that they needed that? I'm mad now. But the DC movies, I never left a DC movie going like, that was great! <laughs> no, it was always just like, that could have been worse. <laughs> or in my case, I don't see how that could have been much worse. <laughs> City of stars, are you shining just for There's so much that I can't see Who knows I felt it from the first embrace I shared with you So we um we're gonna talk about you know in in lieu of a pick three and some comic book news we figure Oscar weekend is coming up next weekend we're gonna give our our Oscar picks I guess yeah um these are not in so far as we've seen some of the movies <laughs> I may have seen more than you well, I probably yeah you've definitely I think I seen definitely more than me. saw more than um you. this is more based off of our, our knowledge of the um Academy this is yeah. not necessarily our picks. Yeah, I may give my picks. Also. Well, okay, All right. well, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, because I, I, I can't, I can't necessarily say. The only thing I could say is, is that I really didn't like La La Land that much. And uh, I know that upsets Kevin that I don't like it as much as he likes it. All right, well, best picture. We're going to talk about uh, just five categories, yeah. some of the big ones, the, uh, the big four, and best animated. Because yeah, just talk about those. Uh, look through. So, uh, best picture. Our nominees are Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge. Ugh. Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. And Lego Moonlight. (laughs) The Lego Moonlight movie. (laughs) All right. Uh, um, Of those, I actually still have not yet seen Arrival. Did you guys watch it? Yeah. Finally? It's good. Um, 
I, actually, of those, I've seen Hell or High Water, uh, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Manchester, and Moonlight. I have yeah. not seen uh, the others yet. Um, I've seen Arrival... Um, I've seen Hacksaw Ridge. I've you seen... saw Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. But I mean, it's not a Kevin movie. It's I, I have problems with um, Eastwood's directing. I think Eastwood... That's Mel Gibson, isn't it? I, that's what I meant. Mel yeah. Gibson's directing. Um, it, it's not... It... It's good. It's a very yeah. good movie. It's very good performances. It's a... it's pretty damn preachy, but it's a decent movie. Sure. Um, yeah. And I've seen La La Land... That's about it. I, I kind of want to see Lion. Lion looks good. I hear it's one of those movies that, like, when I saw the previews, and I think a lot of people reacted this way. Everyone was like, "Oh, one of those." But then, like, and so people are like putting it off. It's like, "Oh, it's one of those award season movies about it." Yeah. You know, someone in a kid, kid gets lost in kid, India, kid yeah. in another country, and then he's going to find his family and blah blah blah. Well, and it's based then, on a true story, so but, right. But yeah. then people are actually finally kind of catching up with it, and everyone's like. Oh, there's like there seems like there's something to it yeah. actually. That's not like exactly the sort of the awards baby kind of silly stuff that yeah. you're kind of expecting. Um, and I, I should I should point out that I've seen the the stage production of Fences and the one that they've done on PBS numerous times, ah. the one that they've shown, and you get the picture. You know, right. it's not like it's going to be that different. The Denzel version is going to be that different. Um, so who's your pick for best picture? <clears throat> so I think that I mean this is one of those toss-ups right now it seems like it's it's between moonlight and la la land knowing how the academy votes which is through a um they are ranking the computron 5000 they (laughs) all of the voters actually rank like their top three and so a lot of times what happens especially if there's two big movies like that are split like last year the revenant and um uh, Mad Max Fury Road were kind of a lot of people's favorite, but then a lot of so a lot of people put that as like their number one, and then didn't rank. They hated the other one. So like a lot of people who said Mad Max Fury Road is the best movie hated the Revenant. Like myself, for example, I didn't hate the Revenant. I actually liked the Revenant a little better than Birdman, but it was it ended up coming down to the number two, basically because everyone it was like. If there's a crowd pleasing, like all the critics are kind of on board with a movie like Spotlight, which is also very, very good. Um, that one ends up getting enough points because most people put it somewhere on their list. So uh, Moonlight, I don't exactly think is divisive, but I think you're going to have a lot of people who are like, OK, like I think there's enough people who were like, it's fine. Um that La La Land is that crowd-pleasing movie that everyone's going to put somewhere on their lists. Every yeah. Academy voter is going to put it on their list. Yeah, that- It also got nominated for a billion awards, <laughs> <laughs> which could mean that it won't win Best Picture, but it'll win everything else. And Moonlight will win Best Picture, but not win anything else. I have a feeling Moonlight's going to win Best Picture. Um, I don't... Moonlight is one of those movies that it's like, from everything I've read about it and everything I've seen, I'm like... This movie probably deserves to win Best Picture. Uh, I, do, I, would, I give it no ill will. Um, I've seen La La Land. I sat through it, and I, was, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't impressed as most people. But that's because I feel I, this is just my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a old-school musical fan. I love Hollywood musicals. I love, I love stage musicals. This movie, I was like, you're trying to do it, 
but you don't do it. And Kevin and I could spend two hours going back and forth about this. <laughs> yeah. They had a tap number with two leads who couldn't do tap, Kevin. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's shabby. It's not a glossy, no. big, where everyone's super talented. And it if, had, all- had they wanted <laughs> yeah. to make that movie, they would not have cast <laughs> people who can't do the things. Yeah. Uh, so I'm saying, so you're pointing out flaws that I think are features, not bugs. <laughs> However, we can disagree to, to which those features are a good idea. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I, I think I, it's what it comes down to. I, I do not, I do not, uh, it's not like one of those movies where I'm like, you're stupid for liking it, Kevin. I'm no. just, I, I definitely did not like it. I, I could see why people like it. And I do appreciate the idea of bringing musicals back into sure well i think this will do that and and i think you'll we'll get a, another pretty good oh, one mumbly mouth uh, musicals i don't need any more of those no. what is this mumblecore the musical <laughs> <laughs> they had a white guy who really liked jazz in it kevin <laughs> what if we do the tap number but with a shot by a handheld camera and you can't see any of the tapping. And it's in a brewery. <laughs> and it's in a brewery. <laughs> Mumblecore. It's in a craft brewery. Mumblecore is awful, and people who like Mumblecore should be rounded up and put on a list. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. So you want to? Do I think you're probably right about Moonlight. Um, I'll yeah. just for the sake of of no, I, picking a different one. I think I'll I'll say La La Land yeah. only because I could see it going that way. But I could also so, see La La Land winning all of the other awards that it's nominated for, uh, except for Best Picture. No, I I, I the can, way Mad Max did. I could see like fifty fifty. Like either way, but I'm gonna go with Moonlight. All right. So you want to do actor next? Actor in a leading role. We have. Casey Affleck in Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield in Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling in La La Land, Viggo Mortensen in Captain Fantastic, and Denzel Washington in Fences. Hmm. Uh, so far, everyone seems to think this one's going to Casey Affleck. You think? Um, and I'll go ahead and agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't think Andrew Garfield or Viggo Mortensen are getting this one. Um, Gosling... I don't know. Yeah, he's kind of the worst part about that movie. <laughs> he really is. So that doesn't necessarily mean anything because he's obviously nominated. Yeah. Um, Denzel, I hear, gives a pretty good performance. He knows it I would, pretty well. Um, here's, here's my feeling on that one. I think that Denzel may win it because that character that he plays in that movie is like tailor-made for getting an award. Um, it is a, it's a very good play. I've seen mm-hmm. it before. I've, as I said, I've seen it multiple times. But it's very much that Denzel finger-pointing, angry, older black man role uh, that James mm-hmm. Earl Jones pioneered in Troubles <laughs> in the 70s and 80s. Right. Um, I think he may run away with a spoiler on this one because it is it is kind of a prestige award-winning role. Like, you don't take that role unless you're planning on winning an award with it. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'll go with I, I, Casey Affleck. Everyone's saying that he's great in Manchester by the Sea. But um, I might go with Denzel as the spoiler. All right. Uh, actress in a leading role. You want to read us through that one? Sure. That's Isabelle Huppert from Elle. Ruth Nega in Loving. Natalie Portman in Jackie. Emma Stone in La La Land. And obligatory <laughs> Meryl Streep nomination for Florence Foster Jenkins. Did we really need the Meryl Streep nomination for a really crappy movie? Um, yeah, apparently. 
It's it's obligatory. Actually, uh, on the um, I'll I'll give a shout out to not that we have any affiliation with them, but the Chicago based uh, film podcast Film Spotting uh, mentioned that basically they should have like. Because what they do is like when they do their their lists, they have a certain movies that are in the pantheon that like they're so great and they end up on every list and they're tired of talking about them. So you can't put these movies like 2001 and like oh, all yeah. these movies like Jaws. You can't put them on your your lists. They're ineligible. They think the Academy should basically do that <laughs> with people who have won too many awards. Because like, what do you? What happens if you give or don't give Meryl Streep another award? Like, she's going to be great in every performance. But she's, like, only one of the few living actors that you could do that for. Yeah, there's not... I, I, they may have mentioned somebody else or, like... I don't remember who it was. There was, like, somebody else that they were, like... They could probably put that actor in there, too. I don't think it was Denzel, but it was, like, somebody like that um, that gets nominated a lot. And it's like, yeah, she has enough awards. That's fine. We don't need any more Meryl Streep. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, but I don't think that she'll win this one. I think no. this one will go ahead and uh, go to Emma Stone, which I don't think is undeserved, maybe. I mean, she's very good in it. I have not seen Elle or uh, Lion at, uh, or... Um, you mean uh, Loving? Loving. Oh, I'm sorry. I scrolled down on accident. Uh, I haven't seen Elle or Loving, uh, and I haven't seen Jackie yet either. Um so what you're saying is you're a misogynist. What I'm saying is, yes, obviously. Um, I think there were some other really great performances that were overlooked um, that did not get nominations, which is kind of disappointing. Rosario Dawson on Lego Batman. She'll be eligible next year. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she'll probably be supporting uh, for that. That would be a supporting performance. But anyway, um, of that list... In terms of, I've only seen actually one of these movies. I'll say, go ahead and give it to Emma Stone. She's pretty good. Um, I actually think that it's uh, um, Emma Stone is probably going to win. Um, however, I think that it would probably, if there's going to be a spoiler, it's probably going to be Natalie Portman and Jackie. Oh, really? Yeah. I was. I would say uh, Isabel Huppert because she actually won the uh, the Golden Globe uh-huh. for uh, drama because um, they split it up. Yeah, and Emma Stone, I th- I'm assuming won for comedy or musical i don't actually remember i think so uh but i remember isabel Huppert because i was like i don't know what she looks like but yeah. there she is no i'm gonna say <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna think natalie portman is a spoiler for jackie all right yeah um so then we that takes us to best director yes um where's director at <laughs> it is denis villeneuve which is fun to say for ah. arrival uh, Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge, Damien Chazelle, La La Land, Kenneth Lonergan, Manchester by the Sea, Manchester by the Sea, and Barry Jenkins for Moodlights. Who do you think is going to win, Kevin? <sighs> this is a really tough. This one. is a tough category. I, th- yeah. Um, do you have a a guess? I have what I what I hope, and I would say a rival. That movie is directed unbelievably. <laughs> He's um, got a good eye, that uh, yeah. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. He's doing Dune. Yeah. Dan- and Dune Blade Villeneuve. Runner, Blade Runner 2. Um, <laughs> but for all of the problems I have with La La Land, the directing is not one of them. The Lego Blade Runner movie. <laughs> uh, um, La La Land is an amazing, amazingly yeah. directed movie. Everything is shot perfectly. It's shot wonderfully it's shot like an old-time musical which i appreciate the scene toward the end i won't spoil anything 
since we, you know, that's not what we, we we'll spoil the movie we're talking about, but I try not to spoil other movies um, in case you haven't caught it yet. But the, the sort of the throwback alternate montage at the oh, end yeah. where you get to see this like very lavish kind of old school. That's like the one kind of yeah. old school Hollywood musical moment. And there isn't really any major i don't even know if they're singing in it i think it's mostly uh-huh. instrumental or completely instrumental but anyway uh it's very good and that could be what tips the scales i think I, like best picture this is between la la land and moonlight um yes uh but i i a rival man that directing is <laughs> no, with, with la la land the scene that really gets me every time that got me when i watched it was it's the dream ballet it's when they're in the the Griffith Observatory. Um, ah, yes, uh, that's great, too. And it's exactly at the midpoint of the movie, which is exactly what Rodgers and Hammerstein used to do, is they would always put it in a ballet, in the like right in the middle of the of of the of the play for right. some godforsaken reason they always they'd always have like why is curly and what's her face from oklahoma dancing in a ballet all of a sudden that tells <laughs> the entire plot and it's not actually played by the guy who's playing curly on stage it's a professional ballet dancer who's doing this and what is what's going on <laughs> you know, i hate oklahoma what's shirley jones doing here um <laughs> i think that's shirley jones in that one. no shirley jones is in music man um Surely Jones and me. Um, but yeah, it's that's like I appreciate like his directing is very very good. It's just he doesn't have a cast that knows how to sing. Yeah. Um. But I think I, I think it'll go to him too. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Chazelle for uh, for director. Yeah. I'll I'll I will put my hopes out for Arrival. And then we have uh, animated feature. Uh, we have Kubo and the Two Strings. Moana, Moana, my life is a zucchini, the red turtle, and Zootopia. Uh, the red turtle, of course, is the Studio Ghibli. Uh, Zootopia mm-hmm. and Moana, both from Disney. Yeah. One of the few times in the past few years that we've gotten two animated Disney movies, and not a single Pixar movie. Well, there are only, well, it was... Uh, there was two this year. Finding Dory. And The Good Dinosaur. That was last year. That oh, came out at the okay. end of oh, yeah. last year. I think it was okay. November-ish. Okay, maybe that's something. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was a sequel. Yeah, we and didn't get they Dory. they have not been kind to their sequels. No. Uh, the Academy. Because as I understand it, I haven't seen Dory yet, but uh, as I understand it, their sequels are not very good. Yeah, Dory wasn't Dory wasn't that great. I mean, it was fine, I, yeah. but I'm not a Nemo fan to begin with. I think Nemo, like Ratatouille, is very... Very overrated. Yeah, I Nemo, agree Nemo's that... fine. It's Albert Brooks. Yeah, <laughs> it's Albert I Brooks agree. Is Nemo's fish. overrated. I, I enjoy it, but it's it's not my favorite. Yeah, um, I, I know a lot. Like Nemo is really, really popular with little kids. Yeah, it's super popular with little kids. Um, but what do you what do you think is going to take it? Well, um, I've seen four of these five. The only one I didn't see is My Life as a Zucchini. You saw the Red Turtle. I saw the Red. Is turtle. it good? Yeah, it's I haven't fine. seen it yet. I hear uh, people it's, like that one a lot. Studio. It's a little on the nose, like I think, like just from what I've heard. But, it's Studio uh, Ghibli. It's it's an yeah. amazingly animated movie. Um, I've only seen one Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah, the the the, di- the di- I know I'm bad. It's because I, I have that. You know, I, I've talked a lot yeah. about my aversion to uh, to anime. I've, I've seen it with with uh, subtitles. I'm not a huge subtitle fan. Um, yeah. And I have a problem with subtitles. I know. I normally don't either, but I mean, if yeah. I'm just sitting, I like. Have lot, they not dubbed it yet, or I don't know if I. I just haven't seen the dub. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I have some well, issues anyway. with that. I have seen, and I really liked both Kubo and Moana. Um, Moana. Zootopia. I'm. I mean, uh, there were things to like about it, but I didn't love it. I was like, yeah, I see what you're doing. That's fine. I get it. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fine. Um, 
Uh, I, 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 you got to assume Moana is kind of the one to beat here, right? Nope. I no? think it's Zootopia. Really? I am... So if I if I have to say it's coming down to two things, I'm saying it's going to come down to Moana or Zootopia. Kubo and the Two Strings, amazing movie, not going to win Best Picture. No, 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 that's the one that they put on there because it's like they weren't going to put. You know, well, I should say My Life is a Zucchini is the one that they put on there uh, because they it just just to snub Finding Dory, <laughs> probably <laughs> just out of spite. Yeah, to be like this is bad. We had to like almost make up a movie to put here. The Red Turtle great but it's so old school ghibli that it's kind of like you're not it's not gonna win you're not pushing anything they're not giving it to they didn't give it to movies that definitely deserve it they're not gonna give it to this movie they didn't give it to spirit away you're not gonna you know it's like that movie you watch you're just like holy jesus what the hell's going on didn't that win that year did it win Uh, that one might be the one that did actually i don't know uh uh princess mononoke how about that one or you know yeah kiki's delivery service there you go uh, <laughs> I've heard of these movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if it comes to... The difference is, is that with Moana and Zootopia, Moana is not a... Moana is very much a callback to, to Disney where it's very fable-ish and it's mm-hmm. very almost like a myth, retelling of a myth, a sure. legend. It's very nicely animated and a lot of what they did with the animation is very cutting edge. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the stuff they did with the water and the fire effects and all that... Great. Um, the music's Lin, uh, Lin-Manuel Mar- Miranda is going to win mm-hmm. as he got for the song. Um, that'll be great. The The pr- the problem is, is that I think Zootopia is going to strike the chord with the with the Academy voters. That could a, be. they love movies that where they show that people are crappy racists. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, B, it's a wonderfully animated movie. It's bright. It's colorful. Yeah, it looks really good. And it's Disney's Chinatown. And who doesn't love Chinatown? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's what I think. That's why I think it's going to go to Zootopia. You As a guy right. who's had to see Zootopia numerous times and Moana <laughs> numerous times, I will tell you, it's going to go to Zootopia. There you go. I wish I could be the perfect daughter. But I come back to the water No matter how hard I try Every turn I take Every trail I track Every path I make Every road leads back To the place I know Where I cannot go Where I long to be See the line where the sky needs to see It calls me And no one knows How far it goes All right, so going back to Lego Batman, yeah. Um, what are your final thoughts on it? I I like it. It's fine. It's fun. Uh, I admire what it does. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm rel- I think in terms of my score, like my letterbox score, uh, I gave it three and a half out of five, which translates for me translates to a B, which seems I guess low when you put it that way, given that I think this does exactly what it sets out to do. Um, so I'm, I'm going to stick with the, I'm not going to change it, but it's, it's a very, uh, it's a very high B, I guess. (laughs) I'm going with an A minus. So kind of like yours, it's it's a low A. I think it's a wonderful movie. I I think that it has incredible rewatch value. I think it's, it's really fun for kids. And I think that there's, it's subversive enough for adults, especially if you like Batman movies. Um, I think it's, 
I think some of the the major faults is that it's a little too sketchy in terms of like it's like series of sketches. Uh, back, like the yes. it's like its gags are set up like sketch wise. I mean, granted they are done in the scenes, but you kind of feel like we're getting we're just trying to get to that next joke sometimes. Yeah, which eh, kind of irks me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they didn't do enough with the huge supporting cast that they had, which could have been a lot more fun. Right. I mean, if you took back three or four of the, like the villains and gave those three villains who had little moments to some of the other voiced villains, you could have had a lot more fun stuff. I mean, like hearing Bane's voice in the background, everyone's all like, hello, <laughs> you're just like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yes, it was funny. Uh, like when Robin was, he's like. I gotta go pee. And Batman's like, I told you to go back at Arkham. And he's like, yeah, I went there and Bane was there. And he was all like, get out of this bathroom. (laughs) Yes. Like, those type of jokes are great. Um, I look forward to seeing a Lego Batman sequel. Um, I think I said when we were doing our year in preview that I said, like, this one was, is a big gamble. It could either go, it could go either way. It could be amazing or it could be terrible Mm -hmm. this it went the amazing route it it did not end up as terrible sure um i think if a person does not like this movie they do not have a soul (laughs) (laughs) yeah you've got you would have to go out of your way to find things to hate about this movie absolutely i mean to to be the person who hates the lego batman movie you have to be a person who absolutely loved uh batman v superman (laughs) <laughs> maybe no that is the yeah. person who would hate lego batman is the person who's like i don't like this movie it doesn't take batman seriously enough yeah this is not the gr- gritty lego batman movie we deserve <laughs> yeah no the gritty batman movie the gritty deserve. lego batman movie we deserve that is batman v superman and if you deserve that movie you shouldn't be allowed to live uh, no. <laughs> no. harsh words from comic book logic all right, so go to planetarbitrary.com for your planet arbitrary needs. You can follow me on Twitter at planet arbitrary. You can follow Kevin at at K White says like our Facebook page backslash comic book logic. The best way you can help out the podcast is like, comment, subscribe on iTunes. You could also listen to the sister podcast, uh, Game Classy Podcast, which is all about tabletop gaming, Play On Podcast, which is all about video games, and Weeb Town, which is all about all things Japan. Uh, so Kevin, until Logan, oh Logan. Uh, I, I think Logan's next, right? Maybe. Which is getting uh, some pretty good early reviews. No, because so. I think that there's one that we're going to do before Logan. Oh, maybe. So because we'll we need have to, to look. Because I think the next Logan will be the next, obviously new release. Because yeah. next, it's not next weekend. It's the weekend after maybe that Logan we should comes do out. The uh, the other Wolverine movie the standalone wolverine actually there's there have been two. two yeah oh god maybe we should just do red dawn should we do <laughs> wolverines there you go i get that reference <laughs> today was a red dawn <laughs> um no but i think no, i think i think that's about it i think we should i think uh we should do x x the first x-men is what we should do we oh, haven't the done first the first x-men, X-Men. Yeah, yeah. i don't think yeah we haven't really done we did the the most recent yeah, we did Apocalypse was the only X-Men, X-Men. movie we've done. X-Men. Yeah, we should do... Uh, no. Oh, no, we don't. No. Logan is next. Logan is it ne- opens March 3rd. It opens... Uh, today is the 19th. Yeah, I, th- I was going to say, I think that the... Uh... Oh, that's it's a good thing everyone already turned this off. Because yeah. we're <laughs> sitting here trying no, to figure this out. No, because the fourth would be the next one, but that's that's the weekend of, and I don't know if we're going to be able to do recording on the weekend of. We might be able Sometimes to. Sometimes we do. Yeah, I guess. I, we could do it. It's not going to be that crazy. Yeah. 
I don't know. We'll figure it out. Logan. <laughs> Logan. Comic. Blood. Logic. 